no matter what business you are. So you could be a dentist, uh, you could be in financial planning, you could be in, uh, I don't know, a library. But first and foremost, think of yourself as a marketing media company. Well, like a media company, you should that's be pushing out yeah. content. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And one of the most effective ways and cost efficient ways to do that is through digital. So whether you're a business owner or you're running a company, you must be telling people what you're doing. Otherwise, how are they going to know? So things like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, like it's all free to actually post on all those platforms. Obviously, content creation might cost a little bit of money, but there's cost effective ways of doing it. Of so you, any business or any person in business should be on some sort of platform that's relevant for them. Hi, Chris Christopher here. And in this episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, I sat down with a very talented Lisa Tay, who runs a successful digital marketing agency called Cody, who represents brands like Uber, Maya, and Sheridan, just to name a few, and now is working with Reventon, and the importance of having a digital presence both on your personal brand and in your company, and the opportunities that creates, and also what to do with your money and where to put park your tax dollars in investing. Hi, Chris Christopher here on my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms with Lisa Tay from Cody Agency. Thank you very much for being here, Lisa. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Now, today I'm going to cover quite a few topics. A lot of people I know about you actually started as an accountant. Is that right? Oh my God. I feel embarrassed. I used to be a tax lawyer, believe it or not. And I just never felt like I fit in. I wasn't passionate about it. So now I'm lucky enough to be passionate about what I do. So. And you worked for some of the biggest hitters as well, K- KPMG, I saw. Yeah, KPMG, Ashurst, and the tax office. Talk about conversation killer. <laughs> Every time I said I work for the tax office, people literally just be edging away from me in conversation because they obviously felt like I could audit them. <laughs> Not that I would. Everyone would get nervous. Yeah, very nervous. So now working, now for me, knowing your personality, that's the last thing I'd pick you in, but Code Agency, which is digital marketing agency, I definitely see you in. It's what attracted me to want to work with you in the first place, and we've started working together recently. Everything I turn on LinkedIn, you're always making these great videos, great content. You've got over 300 clients in a number of different countries. Why do you feel... Um, having a digital presence so important, especially in in today's day and age? That's a great question. And I would say that digital marketing is super important no matter what uh, business you're in. And actually I heard this great podcast by Gary Vee the other day and he was saying that no matter what business you are, so you could be a dentist, uh, you could be in financial planning, you could be in, uh, I don't know, a library, but first and foremost, think of yourself as a marketing media company. Well, like a media company, you should I be pushing out yeah. content. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And one of the most effective ways and cost efficient ways to do that is through digital. So whether you're a business owner or you're running a company, you must be telling people what you're doing. Otherwise, how are they going to know? So things like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, like it's all free to actually post on all those platforms. Obviously, content creation might cost a little bit of money, but there's cost effective ways of doing it. So you any business or any person in business should be on some sort of platform that's relevant for them. Of course, and he speaks a lot about value, value, sell, or jab, jab, cross, he thinks he calls yeah. it, Bob was talking about that. So adding good value with good content. I heard him once say, 
he does up to 100 pieces a day because I know he does a lot of content. I know. Which is very daunting for a lot of people, but just getting started is very important, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think that's the hardest thing. So for LinkedIn, I'm very much like an all or nothing person. So I'm either nothing or everything. So I actually post a video every day, Monday to Friday. That's probably why I'm all over your <laughs> feed and other people's. Uh, and for me, I just work that into my routine because I train myself to think in content. So every time I'm you know, doing something or going to a meeting or listening to a podcast, I automatically think, is this something that I could share on LinkedIn? You know, uh, So then I start to write notes on my phone. And then when I go and film my video every morning, just on my phone I just go through and say okay what do I feel like talking about today but I've spoken to a lot of people and they're they're very nervous to put something out because I think that they're worried about what people will think or you know they don't know what to put out and I think the the best thing to do is just put anything out and then you refine it from there because people are so focused on saying oh it must be perfect it's like it definitely doesn't need to be perfect you know especially for LinkedIn I feel like you can be a little bit more raw on LinkedIn um, but the thing is just to get content out your audience will tell you what they want to see more of and then you can start to post more of that. Based on their comments and no one's perfect to start and I mean People see people that are great on camera or speaking, they go, how good is it? I remember I did a video and they go, you did a great video. I did 167 takes. And I was doing it. That's, that's true. And people go, wow, that's how many times it took me to go over and over criticizing myself or putting it on there. But getting it out there is the biggest first step, isn't it? And getting, when you mentioned your videos, the value that I receive every day, because they're always good tips. And I know you listen to Jake Shane and a lot of other people. Yeah. And you relay some of that great content. And... I think that's invaluable. You've worked with some of the biggest companies like Maya. You've worked with Sheridan. You've worked with Uber. Yeah. And now with Reventine. You're Reventine. Working with us. I'm no, very the happy. biggest. The biggest of them all. And how, how did you get all those clients? So what, obviously, you've been going since 2014. Yes. But how did you start from there to working with some of the biggest brands in the world? Yeah, that's a good question. So I actually started off when I was in tax. I needed a creative outlet. True. As you of can course, imagine. Of course. So I started a media company with my business partner and we covered fashion, beauty, lifestyle news in Australia and Melbourne. And then that allowed me to make all sorts of amazing contacts. It gave me a chance to learn how to create content and grow digital platforms. So then we had brands start to approach us to say, hey, can you do some content creation for us and for our channels? And we're like, yeah, I guess so. And then so the agency was kind of just born from, it was almost by mistake. And then a lot of the stuff that we do now for our clients, like, uh, you know, influencer campaigns, um, LinkedIn management, Instagram management, content creation. That wasn't even a job back then because the digital landscape's changing so quickly. So it's really exciting. And I feel that, you know, coming from tax when, let's face it, nothing changes really to a, an industry where things are literally changing daily. It's so exciting to be playing in that space. It is. And I think content is very Content is very prevalent now as well, but good content, I think, is the key, yeah. which you bring out a lot of, which is why oh, I you. watch what you do, and I, I also ask you to help Reventon and myself out. Yeah. But finding something, you mentioned before tax, and now you mentioned digital agency, you can see the passion for it. It makes such a difference when you're doing those long hours, doesn't it? Oh, uh, When you huge. love what you're doing, when you Absolutely. love the clients you're with and the results that you're getting. Yeah, because then it doesn't feel like work. So, you know, for me, I think I feel very fortunate to not only have found you know, something that I'm passionate about, but I get to do it with people that I love, you know, from my clients to my team, like to the people around me that I have in my life. I feel so lucky to be where I am today. And that shows in your work and it shows in your output 100%, which is why I said I wanted to work with you. Huh? Another thing I found extremely intriguing <laughs> and out there that you also work with your life partner as well, your husband. Yeah, poor guy. And? Well, <laughs> everyone, how's that first? Because I also work with my wife and I get that question asked a lot. How yeah. is it? Because everyone looks at us now and they go, it looks very easy. It was yeah. very tough initially, yeah. but now we obviously learned. How do, you, how do you cope with working with your husband or significant other? Yeah, so I think to be honest, 
in short, um, communication is the key. So yeah. we're very lucky that we actually have similar taste. So our communication is not terrible, like it could be better. Uh, but if you can communicate and clearly allocate tasks, so look at where each other's strengths are and then make that person uh, focused on that particular area and have that clear de delineation, then you're not going to be like, um, arguing, going, oh, I thought you were going to do that, I thought you were going to do that. So I think if you can do clearly defined tasks, have open lines of communication, then there's no reason why you can't make it work. So work on your so. core competencies and basically have accountability on each area. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then it, and the woman's always right. <laughs> my wife says that all the time. I'm like, yeah, I think she whispers that. that when I'm sleeping, like she's much yeah. trying to hypnotize me or something. But look, yeah. women do have good inkling when it comes to certain things, but I think men my have strengths as well, <laughs> which is why that we work well together, I guess. But it's always challenging. But having someone, when I had a, one of my podcasts with one of my mentors, Len Warson, who works with his wife, she's on his board, and I found that intriguing. And I said, she goes, nothing, knows nothing about the business, but she goes, she knows me. Yes. And that makes a big difference to the core running of the business or when the board presents an idea, having her in there. And I found that intriguing. So I always ask that question because I'm yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, it's a good question. So over 300 clients, what's, what's on the agenda next for Cody? It's a great question. So our biggest area of growth is, I would say, LinkedIn management. So we're finding that business people such as yourself need to be developing themselves as thought leaders and the best way to do that, and, and obviously generate new leads, the best way to do that is on LinkedIn. So I actually encourage our clients to not post um, even technical content, like get yourself out there and post things that authentically... What do you mean by technical content? So say, for example, if you're in, like say you're a tax lawyer, I think there's a temptation for them people to be talking about tax advice and the latest changes to the tax law. But realistically, you know, if people wanted that news, they probably won't go to you. They'll go to an actual tax body where the latest news is constantly updated and that's their purpose. Yep. So I encourage business owners to focus more on uh, like their experiences in business, what they're passionate about, what their learnings are, and then share that. And then people will resonate with them and also it will push their content further. So I would say LinkedIn is 100% where any business owner should be playing. And then, uh, yeah. And also, when you're, I think when you're posting things that are very complex, a confused mind doesn't buy. Yes. So if you give a simple message and the people resonate with you yeah. as a leader or as a person or a business owner, yeah. like I did with you, and I said, I like her message, it's clear, it's concise. Yeah. Then they're going to find out the rest because they're going to ask it. Yeah. Or you're going to confuse them. They're going to go, I don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. And to be honest, a lot of the things that I share personally on my page is it's like just common sense. But I think it's more I'm just reminding people of that. And they're like, oh yeah, that's a good point. I should make sure I don't use the word try or make sure I do this for productivity. I like so that one a lot. But common yeah. sense isn't that common, I don't think. Yeah, it's really bizarre. I'm like, oh, I thought it was just like you know common sense. Yeah. But then a lot of people are like, ah, oh, this. Never thought of it like this before. I'm like, oh, okay, that's I, good. I love the word try thing. I do a similar thing at home. We, we're not allowed to use the words can't at all. Good. My son's deaf and that's his signs and he's not allowed to use that mm. word at home because it's a limiting belief. So if you say that word, yes. you can't do it. So when I saw the try one, I loved that because I thought yeah. that's so true. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try to go to the gym. I'm trying to go to the gym. Exactly. It's like, just go. Just like say, I'm going to go to the gym. Then it eliminates like the, like you're not going to negotiate with yourself. as well. And exactly. one of my coaches told me indecision, indecisiveness becomes decisiveness after a period of time. Yes. Just decide and commit. And you look at all the great brands. Just do it, Nike. What is it? Just commit. Exactly. Which are the yeah. simplest things, obviously, the, the, the toughest. So and you're good though, because you commit to getting up at 2.45 every morning. <laughs> I go through my stages, but look, it's like what the key thing that we said before, it's a passion. And even when I've, yeah. I've also done a couple uh, podcasts and one with Nick, who's a, who's a friend of both of ours, I always ask the question, if I was to sign a check to you right now 
for X dollars, 100 million, a billion, whatever the figure is, what would you do tomorrow? And I always think that's the true measure of an entrepreneur, someone that loves what they do. Will yeah. you be there tomorrow? Yeah. And then that really, it's easy to have those long days when I would honestly say, yes, I would. Yeah. I, I, I love Mondays and I love coming here every day. And people that are passionate about their work, it comes out in their output, it comes out in their relationships with their clients, yeah. their, their results, and I think that's very important. I agree, and Nick's like a great example of that because he doesn't actually need to work and he's one of the hardest working people I know. So I think uh, looking at someone like him, he's like a great example of someone who's clearly doing something that he enjoys. And that's what drew me towards him when I saw the content and what he was saying and stuff. And yeah. I thought, like, like tracks like. Yeah. So when I see people that are extremely passionate, I love that. When I see people extremely hardworking, I love it. You're never gonna see the hardest worker in a room not wealthy ever. Yes. You walk into a room and someone's the hardest worker, yeah. I guarantee you they're always gonna be successful. Exactly, you can't chase the money. Yeah, you gotta yeah. chase your passion. Yeah. Now Lisa, obviously being in real estate, um, and you used to be an ex-accountant, when you're not investing in your business, or in yourself and your personal development, and you're making money, where, where would you put your hard-earned money? It's a good question. So I actually do invest in property. So I should probably get some tips from you because <laughs> I know that you're a gun at that. Uh, or like another side business. So I've got a side business, which is the one I do with my husband. So I think either of those, but do something that you feel comfortable in and that you have people around you that uh, you can call on for expert advice. I think that's really the key for me because, uh, you know, like your people work so hard for their money and then they just go and spend it and don't have a strategy behind it. Whereas going to see someone like yourself, you can actually make your money worth work so much harder for you. Otherwise, if you try and do it yourself and you don't have expert advice, it's like, you might as well just throw your money in the bin. You and know? I always say no one works harder than money. It works 27, day, 27 hours a day, seven days a week, because it just constantly works. So finding, parking your money in a great investment, oh, yeah. like real estate, safe and affordable, good tax breaks as well. Exactly, is always a good thing. exactly. Now, for those out there that want to get in touch with Lisa Code Agency, how would they get in touch with you and what do they need to do? They can give me a follow on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, so search me, Lisa Tay. And uh, you can go and follow my business page, so Cody Agency. Uh, and we've got some great tips on digital marketing there. Or they can shoot me an email at lisa at codyagency, that's C-O-D-I dot com dot au. Thank you very much, Lisa. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Bye. That was great.